Well, good morning and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel here at the store at 3000 West, did I get that right? 3000 West Springfield in Champaign. Ah, you know, every once in a while, there's a gap in uh, the memory. No, you're right, yeah. All right, the phone numbers to call in and join us are 217-356-9397. You can also text 217-351-5357. All right, let's get our uh, experts introduced. You know them well. It's Marianne Metz. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, and good morning, John Weisgarber. Good morning, Tamara. All right, let's fix this so that you can hear the... uh, That's better. ...through your headphones a little more. Yeah, okay, good. The store looks beautiful, you guys. And, and, and it does, doesn't I mean, it? plants and flowers galore. And you've also got, you've received some kind of a really cool shipment of just like little gifts for, I saw some for Valentine's Day where, look at this puzzle Oh, so bag. you've already been shopping. Well, can, can you that blame me? That is so cute. Isn't hey, that's it? Cool. Okay, this you won't is, lose all your pieces. It's a canvas bag that has a jigsaw puzzle in it. And on the canvas bag, it's printed, I did this puzzle, and now it's your turn. And so you re-gift it, and it's got the date I finished it, from me to you, and it's got like five different lines for everybody to what a cute could follow gift, the yeah. chain of Ab- who did the puzzle. Absolutely. That's really neat. It really oh, is. Yes. And uh, You get the picture in there. Sorry. Go ahead. Oh, the picture then comes... I imagine in this that little hangy down thing that has a picture on it. So that's a picture of the picture. I didn't want to open it and mess something up, but yes. So anyway, and uh, so wonderful gifts for Valentine's Day, wonderful things for Easter and for St. Patrick's Day. But I really want to touch upon uh, this nice little section that you got in for remembering people who have passed on. And uh, Brian was showing me that you have a variety of things. You have um, like little wind chimes, um, some that remember a father and some that remember your mother. This says, a father's love is strong and deep, filling us with memories to cherish and keep. Uh, And there's a little music box right here that says, when you think of me, you'll know I'm near, for I'll appear on the wings of a cardinal. And has a lovely cardinal on the and lots of little cardinal things they always say you know if you see a cardinal it's somebody looking out for you looking down on you to say hi and so uh, you you know people pass on and sometimes you're going to a visitation or funeral and or or even you afterward and you know people are still kind of feeling that loss deeply oh absolutely it's nice that you can pick up something like this I, I really truly hate to change the subject but I I just realized I sat in the wrong chair <laughs> that's okay I, I feel a little bit out of place but uh, I'm, I'm sorry I'm, 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 I'm adapting sorry, <laughs> I'm adapting I can't see people coming up behind me that's the worst part uh, well, Marianne, I'll warn you your favorite okay. chair see I did use it though yeah, she did. I, I brought Little it out for swivel it rocker, so it's kind of nice. Swivel rocker. I, I was thinking, what's what's wrong with this? Well, view, view of the restroom hallway versus <laughs> the front door, but it's you know there's trade offs in everything in life. Yeah. You know, I don't know if you noticed this, Marianne, but you're in the mechanical one. Ew! So that you can like push a button and the the chair goes back. And the, yeah, and I'm, the foot I'm afraid if I did that, out. I'd just go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't so bad. 
Hey, I, while we're giving hats off to the buyers, because some of the things that you pointed out that Jeannie and Diane have put together with the remembrance area increasing, uh, hats off to Susan for finding a way to get more orchids in. Yeah, uh, we have replenished this, the orchids. This this promo where you get a free Phalaenopsis orchid in a ceramic pot, and it's a five-inch pot. It's absolutely, you know, we're saying it's worth every bit of 20 bucks because it's just stunning. Mm-hmm. She got another hundred in uh, Thursday to go along with the hundreds that we've had before. So buy a fifty dollar Prairie Gardens gift card and get a free orchid and ceramic pot. I just did that. Oh, you did. It was a Valentine you, present which, to myself. Which color did you pick? <laughs> nice. Out? It was kind of a just a, a haze of green. So it was white with a wow. green oh. Oh, kind of cast to it. Frog in a blender. I think we only got one of them. I got it. <laughs> This one here that you brought to the table is beautiful. What would you you call that, John? What color? Well, I'm calling it cinnamon. Okay. All right. I call it mauve cinnamon. Okay. Mauve. And so it's got some deeper spots and some yellow coloration, too, and a little bit of white. Or I just call it beautiful. It is beautiful. It's it's exotic, for sure. Yeah, it's gorgeous. That's a great word for it. It it, It is exotic. The white one you always think about is real classic, but... I don't know the colored ones. This time just, of year, it's kind of nice. Darn, you need that color. Yeah. yeah, it's almost like a deep salmon. But, but again, the, with proper care, which is easy to do, these things will last for months in color. Not to mention the fact that if you are so inclined, you could get it to rebloom uh, down the road in six months or a year. But um, they're just—it's a, a heck of a gift. And the house plant—they uh, got a full semi-load of house plants in too. It's off to the buyers and. Marianne and John and Linda and the team for putting together some great stuff. So many neat plants. And, again, I think that's kind of like the, the new flowers for Valentine's Day as a houseplant uh, for your loved one. For for sure. I did that, yeah. too. <laughs> for yourself. Yes. Once again. Man, you yes. must really love yourself. We have some great houseplants in this shipment. You know, we've it's been um, a little tight for the last couple of years in getting um, – Getting product mm. and especially new stuff because people jump on it right away. But this shipment has just been great. I mean, it just feels good to walk back there, yeah, doesn't it? It does. Like yeah. like one of one of the ladies that I was working with the other day. She said she walked over to the front of the display and she said, "This just makes me smile." <laughs> it does. I understand that. So the uh, philodendron, the the variety that's got such an elongated leaf. Isn't that awesome? It's cool. It's called Narrow Escape. Wow. Wow. I've I've never seen one like that. Not only that, take a look at this. The price? Yeah. You ever seen one bloom? Oh, it's got the flower, yeah. Which is kind of a spathe, but not really. I'm pleasantly surprised by the price on that, considering how unusual that is. Oh, yeah. It's 25 bucks, but... It's really a good deal, considering how rare it is. And Just such a different philodendron. We have a nice selection of philodendrons. We have a nice selection, period. And whoever yeah. thought that somebody would want to collect bird's nest ferns. But there's so many cool ones that are out there now, too. Pretty this amazing. Is, this is a crested, forked I just bird's nest fern. Begin. It is so exotic cool. looking, isn't it? Uh, I, I like the name. It's called Chrissy. But it's just really different. Is that with a P or a C? C. E. C R I S S I E. Like from Three's Company. Yeah, kind of. Who would remember that show? <laughs> uh, at least one person in the room. Yeah. 
Anyway, hey. so so if you if you think about Valentine's gifts, uh, whether it's a one of the toys or the puzzles or something for one of the younger ones or young at heart, or whether it's some of the candles or the house plants or the free orchid uh, with the fifty dollar gift card purchase, there's just so many cool things throughout the store. Gardening gifts. I mean, who would want a pair of pruners for Valentine's Day? I would. Who wouldn't want a ceramic bird bath for Valentine's Day? Oh, I did that too. <laughs> <laughs> it was a banner Valentine's Day. Your husband year really yet, did a great he, job. He really did. <laughs> oh, I just got to like give him accolades. Uh, get the card for him to sign too. Oh gosh, no! I mean, I'm not going to do everything. Okay. <laughs> I like your approach, girl. <laughs> Pretty uh, nice. So, so what's that um, matte, silvery green? Oh. Yeah. Guy well, here, back on. to philodendrons, who we always think about are that typical common Cor- house plant. The, the, poth- the, the pothos philodendron thing that you can't ever tell apart. Yeah, yeah they look the same. Same old, same old. Yeah, same old. But this one's this. called Silver Sword. Again, a somewhat longer awesome? leaf. That is very uh, pretty. A little bit of sheen to it, uh, but <laughs> mainly on the newer leaves. The older leaves are more of a matte finish. Longer. Kind of a gray uh, green coloration. Yeah. yeah. Just really awesome. Really cool. Yeah. And then in the same family, philodendrons, which has, of course, hundreds and hundreds. What is that? I don't think I've ever seen a plant like that. It looks like lace. It's called Swiss cheese. Yeah, that works, too. <laughs> and it's not only a neat variety, but those are very ample and full pots. Where sometimes, you know, you see them rust in production and you think, eh, it would be nice if that could have stayed in Florida for another three couple, or four three, weeks. Four weeks. <laughs> but uh, they did a great Not job. These. Yeah, they Beautiful, sure beautiful. Yep, yeah, they're lovely. Lots of neat stuff and some peperomia that are crazy cool. Peperomia. There's there's a, a organization called National Garden Bureau, which... I have really never heard of a, a lot before that we saw uh, last summer at our show in Ohio. Yeah. Um, so they're declaring that peperomia is the house plant of the year. So there. Yeah. But who knew there were so many different types? Oh, there's just so many beautiful ones that came out. I just. Well, if you think you <laughs> think of going back over the years, you know there was arguably four or five at the most. That were really kind of common in the houseplant trade. Yeah. And now it's like completely exploded in terms of texture and variegation and color. Pretty awesome. This bird's that's, nest, Chrissy, is that's beautiful, so John. interesting. How it goes straight it up and then it, it only divides off at the very tip. And, and it's almost like fingers. A split crest. Is that how you would describe it? That's how I describe it. Okay. You know, the commonality, common theme between all these plants that John's plopping up here on the table is they're all relatively easy to care for. Yeah. For sure. You can be successful with these. It's not like, oh, I'm afraid I'm going to kill it. I don't know. I don't have the right environment. I don't do this or that. These things are going to make almost everybody a winner. They're so easy to Yes, they are. They are. And and what's so cool about this time of year, you get that nice green and something living inside the house it's so i just love it and and especially if you're a first-time person you're you're going out and i want to try some plants and i don't want to make a big investment 
you know, there's there's some smaller pots. You know, we have three inch pots and three, four inch and six inch pots that are pretty affordable where you don't feel like you've invested in uh, a lot of money to get yeah. started. Or I want to try, I can't make up my mind, so I want to try these three or these five. Then you can do that with some of these smaller pots. Yeah. And the terrarium thing is still going strong. We have the little two-inch pots, too, that fit into terrariums really nicely. They do. Nice. Very nicely. Or if you still like to do mini gardening. So, okay, if somebody was coming out here into the greenhouse and just saying, wow, incredible selection, and maybe I don't even see it all because I'm a little bit overwhelmed, what would you suggest they – how would they start? Would they – go with what room and what light environment they can put it in and then kind of travel down that path with what floats their boat. Um, how would you How would you go about deciding? I think that's one of the most important things is the location, which... Right plant, right place. That's right. Okay, so that makes sense. And then... Uh, the the other neat thing that you guys have done is each plant is individually labeled with its name, which may not sound like a big deal, but if the grower doesn't do it, that means we have to do it. Uh, but we make the effort to do it and not label them as some assorted generic uh, six-inch this or four-inch that at a price point. So we have the name on there. So at the very least, given the technologies these days, it's easy for somebody to take their smartphone out and just do a quick search with that exact variety name and know every bit of information they could probably ever want. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, it's it's we've advanced so much now that I, I think it's just the best tool ever really to use. And we see it every day with people. And uh, a lot of times people will come up and ask me, you know, how do I take care of this? And, and I said, well, let's let's look it up, you know. And that'll give us everything we need to know. So that is nice. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. Hey, we have a call at three five six nine three nine seven. Sarah's calling in from Muhammad. Good morning, Sarah. Thanks for calling in. Good morning to you all. Hi, Sarah. Good morning. Uh, I have a question. Fifteen years ago, <laughs> I bought a tree in a box down there got lights on it we put it by our fireplace i can't i don't know what it's called and And how is it and are you having troubles with it now i want to buy a new one it's a green one got lights on it we set it beside our fireplace that's so nice Box. So, so it's a. It was a Christmas tree. Is that what you're saying? No, 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 not a Christmas tree. Just a regular tree. Mm-hmm. It's it's they're shorter. Do you I, have a picture of it that you could share with us? Uh, yeah. Or can you take a picture of the box? If there's a picture on the box or the name of it, if that's no, on the box. It, no, it, the box is uh. Ornamental. Okay. Okay. I think, we, yeah, we, we, in order to try and know what we need to 
try and help you get to replace it, we'll need to know what it is a little bit more clearly. Okay, it's not and, a Christmas tree. Yeah. Um, it's not it's jumping like it. It's patio yeah. tree. Yeah. And about how tall is it? Uh, five foot. And are the branches uh, brown or white or black? They're green, and it's very thick. You, you can't see through it at all. Is there any foliage, or is it just lights? Lights. And do the lights have any kind of plastic cover or anything, or is it just the light bulb itself? Just the light bulb. I'm trying to go through the last 15 yeah, trying to, to remember the stock. And, yeah. And remember. And I'm, um, I'm trying to remember if I bought that myself because I probably would have. Or, it sounds really or, awesome. Or, or maybe, yeah. you bought it, maybe you bought it yourself for Valentine's Day one time. Oh, one time, maybe. <laughs> yeah. That yeah. sounds really well, cool, though. I, I really like it the idea of it. It sits by the fire tree. It sits by the fireplace. And it's my oh, I bet that's lovely. I bet that's lovely. i get another one. Yeah. Hmm. Well, I think a picture would uh, speak a thousand words. At least we could try to. Maybe figure out what it is, okay, and I can't think of any it. any green green stemmed ones that we have had recently or have coming. I know with brown stems and white stems and like a birch, we have had several, and we have a lot more for the upcoming fourth quarter, the fall Christmas season. In fact, some of the uh, birch trees that were lighted that. We're supposed to have been in last June, just arrived. Uh, we'll arrive this next week. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> there's so another thing I can buy. There's some uh, crazy timing things still going on out there. So, yeah, a picture would be great, whether you okay. email it to us if you want to it, or whether it, you it, text it to us. It is not a Christmas tree. It's sure. a right. thick, yeah. thick tree. Yep. Yep. It, we're kind of getting a little bit of a picture, but it's still not striking a bell and, and, and well, i can tell you right now we don't have anything that looks like what you're describing in our hands in our possession right now boo-hoo, boo-hoo. well yep. don't don't cry yet mm-hmm. <laughs> but so if it's, you a, can it's a matter of if we can see it then we can you know and if we know it's about five feet we can make some suggestions of what we will have uh this year that what's on order and maybe find a picture that we can share back with you. Well, you don't just sell these at Christmas time, do you? No, but often they come from manufacturers that uh, import them seasonally. So, um, okay. right, right or wrong, more of the birch trees and the brown bark trees, like I'm talking about, tend to come in in June, July through September or October. Okay, will yes. there be anybody there tomorrow that I could talk to? I don't know who the manager is on duty tomorrow. Um, you could certainly share the picture with whoever the manager on duty is, whether it's Kristen or Heather or Megan. And okay. um, and they might suggest that you text. Are you going to bring it to the picture to us on a phone, or are you going to give us a paper copy? On phone? Uh, then they might just say, hey, can you text that to us or email it to us? And we can okay. help you with that if needed. And then, uh, then we'll have it. And so if the right person isn't here tomorrow, then at least we can try and get it in the right person's hands because we may have to check with a couple of different buyers to see if they have anything coming that is similar and what's closest. And when she takes the photo, she, you would, if I'm right, you want uh, 
a photo of all of it in one shot I think that's and a then good a point. close you'd, up. Yeah, I think that's a good point. You'd want a picture of the whole animal, yeah. if at all possible, than a, than a picture yeah. that's a little bit closer up in focus of the lights. Okay. I understand. So maybe two well, pictures would be we good. we took the lights off and put new lights on there about every three years. Fun. Okay. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks oh, for the call. You're so welcome. Bye. Yeah, thanks for calling in, Sarah. And <laughs> good luck with that. Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number, or you can text three five one five three five seven for Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I can't believe tomorrow's a Super Bowl already. The John, what? John's pumped. I, I'll bet. Yeah, he I is like excited. <laughs> I like the commercials. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the game is fun too. And the halftime show, of course. It's it's called what? Uh, it's a Super Bowl. Oh, okay. I, I think because you have to have Super Bowls for chips and dip. Oh, the big, big and bowl And some chip. of the items that bowls. you might yeah. be able to find here. It's a football game. Food department. Thank you, John. Yeah. <laughs> I think Marianne's going to be enjoying the Valentine's gifts instead. Yeah, I'm going to be messing with yeah, my plants. That, that'll be a, bit, a little bit higher on her list. Yeah. Did, did we have a gardening topic today? That I didn't ask you about. Yeah, we were going to talk about. Marianne just said, "Right plant, right place." I thought it was a great lead-in, but okay. Well, had I had I paid more attention, I would have segued. I'm Next. guilty too. See, so that's I deal with this all the time. <laughs> so, so do you start with the plant or the place, Marianne? Uh, you know what I was thinking about when you were asking, how do you go about choosing a plant? I just walked through the house plant room. I probably made four passes through the house plant room before I decided on something I like the looks of. And then then you look at the plant, the name of it, or you ask somebody and figure out what kind of exposure it needs. And do I have that space in my home? That's how I go about it, but that's probably not the normal way to do it. Most people have a place they want to have a house plant, and then you have to figure out which one will fit that exposure. Okay. But, but I think what you said is probably more natural where works for me where you say and that could be an experienced gardener or, or more of a novice and you could say that appeals to me um can i do it can i make it work yeah yeah that's that's how i would i would usually do it i i really <laughs> like that plant the way it looks and and then i have to backtrack and see do i have a spot yeah that's it's um yeah I see it. I want it. I get it. I get it home, and then it's uh oh. Then I what? Put it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I never thought about that. Yeah, to have the actual spot picked out and then pick the plant for so it. So there's there. I mean, that's probably not the 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 most common way of what people ask, except that all the time somebody will come in. I I have this place in my office. There's no windows. Mm. <laughs> you know that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that one's difficult. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. I always steer them over to the artificial plant uh, say, area. The, the tree got that, some the, awesome plants over there. Uh, oh my gosh! I'd yeah. say the tree that Sarah has that yeah, she needs that to replace is probably the right tree a- for that. Absolutely. <laughs> I, there's yeah. a few plants that can tolerate pretty low light, but not a, not many plants that can tolerate no light. Yeah. 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 So it's but it, there's some people ask. I I have this place that has no windows or or one window and it's you know 30 feet away and you know that kind of thing but usually it's the other way around yeah yeah usually usually somebody says i have a i have a spot 
that I want to put a plant. Or they'll, they'll you know, you f- people look at Pinterest or decorating magazines all the time. Oh, yeah. and I see this plant and I want it and I want to use it. Yep. And I want to yep. put it right here. That's That was the fiddle leaf. Oh, uh, fig the fiddle leaf syndrome. Fig. I yeah. can see that. Or the monstera, the philodendron monstera. Uh, right. Craze. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the phone lines. Alan is calling in from Urbana. Good morning, Alan. Good morning. Hey, um, how you doing? Good. How about yourself? We're <laughs> doing great, thanks. I'm enjoying the snow coming down, getting more snow. Pretty. Yeah, um, it is pretty. Yeah. Had a question about a house. <laughs> I'm with you, Alan. <laughs> had a had a question about house plant that I've had so long I've forgotten what it actually is. So need to establish that first. Um, it's got a stem about the size of a broomstick, maybe a little bit smaller. It's got a variegated leaf. It's a common house plant. The leaf is about ten inches long, dark green on the outside, lighter green on the inside. It blooms every once in a while, and the bloom is like a single white petal that comes up and curls over. Anybody know what that is offhand? Like an Easter lily? How tall, is, a, how tall is the plant, Alan? It's only about three, four feet high, and it's been that way for 20 to 30 years. And if, if the leaf is about 10 inches long, about how wide is it? I'd say five, six. And the leaf just is um, comes to a point. Is it um, arrow arrow shaped leaf? Is it um, lanceolate? Is it grass like? Only bigger on steroids. What's the leaf shape look like? Um, I mean, it, it's oblong. I mean, it comes to a point. The, the leaves are only at the end of the stem. They're not all along the stem. Again, a picture would be worth a lot. I'm, I'm wondering if it's in the Nephitis family, but I don't know that for sure. Is, is the leaf very loosely arrowhead-shaped arrow in appearance, or is it just more... Uh, a little more rounded? I'd have to send you a picture. That'd be the easiest way to do it. I, yeah, There's boy, if you could do that. Um, yeah, I could. I, right now I, could send it to you. Uh, I uh, politely left my phone behind, so I didn't have it here on the show. I'm sorry. If you send it to the PG manager cell number, which I can give you. Or, you know, you did, do you have our text line? I, I don't. I, I could try that, maybe. Yeah. Well, if you wanted to do that, then we could have uh, Dave, our producer, um, send us a copy of that. If, and if you can't, then the phone number is 217-351-5357. Okay. So I'll do that in, uh, just in the next minute here. But my question was, and I called once before, I do this with uh, poinsettias. I, I set them outside in the summertime and bring them back in in the fall, and they do really good. I'm wondering if I could do the same thing with this plant. But like I say, it hasn't been outside for 20 years. It's always been in the north window here, and it sure. does really good. It's like an artificial plant. All I do is water it. I haven't Wow, that's it. awesome. <laughs> yeah, and I'm wondering it, if I it, set it outside, will, will it be a shock or will it get bugs or, you know, something like that? Y- yes, it could, and yes, it could. Um, okay. I guess to be 
is there a reason to put it outside other than just because if it's doing so well? Uh, I just thought maybe it'd grow better and you know get get sturdier and do even better than it is. And it could, and then it may also have a transition problem going back into this north window too. So um, I think if we start out by what kind of plant it is and help identify that, and then we uh, go from there as far as whether you want to go ahead and move it outside. But almost for sure, if you have the right environment, you could go ahead and put it outside once it warms up after Mother's Day. And it's just a matter of how much light, how much protection, and some sort of transition perhaps out to that brighter light that it's going to be facing, even if it is in a shaded area. And if it's been in a north window for 23 years, I'd be real careful about where I put it outdoors. I'd put it in a, a substantial amount of uh, protection, shade and wind, and environment-wise, I'd be in a very protected place, or try for that anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Real good. Uh, and then as far as the thing. bugs are concerned, you know, for the most part, you can deal with that just like you have to deal with it on your poinsettias. I don't think that's going to be a determining factor. I think it's a matter of, you know, would I have a protected spot like Marianne's saying that would be the right place for it? And then also, you know, kind of looking forward, if it does uh, do really well out there, uh, you know, do we think we're going to have any transition problems back into that north window or not? Okay. Sounds good. Thank you very much. We're looking forward to seeing the picture. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited. Okay. Let's do it. Okay. Try to Thanks, get it Alan. Off you. Thank you. Bye. All right, thanks. 3569397 is our phone number, or you can text 351-5357 for Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. So you want to get back to the right plant, right place? I think that was a good example of Absolutely right plant, right was. place. So when we find out what it is, maybe we can actually address it a little more fully. But, yeah, plants... Plants have an environment they want to be in. Well, and he's had this in this one location for over 20 years. Yeah. And it's looking great. I'm so impressed. I'd say that's the right plant in the right place. No that's kidding. the definition Absolutely. of kidding. For sure. <laughs> we could all be so fortunate uh, and, and skilled. The same thing works outdoors as indoors, uh, whether it's a, a perennial or a tree or a shrub or vegetables. It's just the right environment makes them flourish. So I have a question on the right plant, right place thing. So if you think you have the right place for the right plant, vice versa, how does your care level intensity vary with what you need to do if you've got the right plant in the right place? So if it's a good match, you better have a good match on the other things too, the cultural practices. Well, certainly uh, the light is certainly important because the brighter the light sometimes the more you maybe need to water and the lower the light maybe not as much water but so there's a lot of factors so if you have a pretty good place for this plant it may not be a perfect match you should adjust your cultural practices the amount well at least the, the frequency of watering uh, Always. Um, so you need to be mindful that yep. they need to go in the flow, go with the, because, uh, again, you can have a uh, all these factors that are in pretty good shape, but then if you're, if one or two factors, whether it's light level, temperature, fertilization, watering, aren't congruent with the other things, then you've got a problem. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, though, if you put it in the right place to begin with, that it's, it's probably a little easier to take care of. But every environment is going to be different. 
um, even if you've gotten it in the right kind of conditions, the right light, um, you know, not not in a heat vent or something. The everything you do in that that location, whether it's indoors or outdoors, changes the environment. And so maybe that's a good way to put it: that if you have the right plant in the right place, maybe it's a little more forgiving Abs- of of, of your practices. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh sure. Yeah. Another reason to do that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And this applies to indoors as well as outdoor gardening. Absolutely. For sure. Absolutely. So, yeah, I'm always telling people with perennials, okay, it says this on the label, but push it. You want to grow that shade plant a little more in the sun? Give her her a shot. But you know what? You do that. that. You say it just like that? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Can I hear it again? Yeah. Just do it. Whatever. (laughs) Anyway, you can just give her a shot. Push it. Um, uh, Make it. If you, it, it, it's a it's a control issue, isn't it, John? Yeah, it is. Okay, but sometimes you have to water more if you want to put a shade plant in a little more sun. Yeah. So just like indoors, well, if you put uh, a house. And, plant and how indoors. often have you tried something that you just you walked by it and you said, "I really like that. I want to try it." And you try it, and I'm thinking more of in container gardening, and and you kind of have the light level, and and it wasn't quite the results you'd hoped for. Almost every time I go into a garden center of any anywhere, I find something that, gosh, I need to try that one. And so then maybe <laughs> you try it a second year if it was an annual, and, and you've tweaked its location. Or you've moved sure. it to the other side of the pot where it's more protected than the side of the pot that you had it on where it was more exposed. That's or The beauty of container gardening is you can turn the pot or you can move the pot move to the another pot. different location. Yeah. Very flexible, aren't they? Oh. Good point. Yeah, for sure. So <clears throat> getting back to uh, people coming in with photos, uh, do you, is it is there any way that they can text the photos here if they, like after we're off the air? Or well, the best way would be to email in? them to info at prairiegardens.com. Oh, there we go. Okay. And if we want to get into the text business, we can. We're obviously looking at a smaller screen which sometimes is a factor, and um, mm-hmm. so info at prairiegardens.com is probably the best way. Okay, go. good. Yeah, because uh, you can get a nice size photo with that. Yeah, and it can be shared with two or three or four or five or six people versus one person having a phone in their pocket. Uh, they may be tied up. And right, having to thing. forward it individually to the other people, too. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So it was info at... at PrairieGardens.com. About as simple Info. as you can get. Oh. If you can spell prairie, it's about as simple as you can get. <laughs> there's, a, there's a trick with the eyes. Well, I'm also thinking, you know, help at PrairieGardens.com might work too. Whatever works. <laughs> Teasing. That, uh, that one will bounce back. More yeah. Than likely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Info. There we go. Um Three five six nine three nine seven is our phone number for plant experts live at Prairie Gardens. So, this plant right place, right plant kind of thing, it applies to every kind of gardening outside. Absolutely. Absolutely. So it applies to veggies and herbs. It applies to fruits and berries. It applies to ornamentals. Every plant has containers. a right place. You know what? I just for fun I googled right plant, right place the other day and. It came up with a list of, like, 25 books. So it's a very popular topic. Huh. 
So lots of people are concerned, and they should be. I, I, you know, you've just mentioned seeds, Steve. I, this is this packaging. Read the packages. You know, they have so much information on this. She's in love with bag. seeds of exchange packaging here. Oh, this I. Yeah, you call it Seeds of Change. I, I call it Seeds of Chance. I like that name better. But anyway, um, it's it's a great organic um, seed uh, vendor. It's it, The packages are just lovely, and it gives you all the information you need. This particular package even has a zone map on it of the entire country, so you can, you can see what zone you're in. It tells you how much water it takes, ish. That's always ish, <laughs> always. Right. Uh, what kind of sunlight it takes, the soil prep. Dates, always the date, the dates that they're dealing with, whether it's planting after that date or before that date, is the uh, last frost date. Yep. Okay. So use your calendar. So you're saying, are you expanding this to the right place, right plant at the right place at the right time? At the right is, time. Is that, what you're, also, is that what you're adding? When you're doing vegetable gardens, when you're doing seeds, it's certainly one of the big factors. But um, certainly the right plant, the right place, because it, it's some of them are, are pretty specific. Okay, I've got another question for you. Uh-oh. If we have a plant that's a perennial, whether it's herbaceous or whether it's woody, tree shrub, and you just aren't quite happy with where you planted it, what factors would you have to take into consideration to decide whether or not you could move it and when? Trees, well, tr trees and shrubs have a time that's better to be moved, yep. right? Even though I've broken that rule many times. Because you had to. No, because I wanted to. That's right. Yeah, that's what I mean. So, so. Typically, for most trees and shrubs, when would be the best time of year to move them? I prefer to do it in the spring. Would be the best time. But early, right? Early. Yep. Yep. As in before you might even consider it to be spring? Yeah. I mean, yep. I mean, I mean even at, when it's... As in, like, if you could move it in late February or March, you'd do it? You yeah. could. Next yeah. week, if, you if the snow's gone, get out yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. So, in, there's... There's probably, I really can't think of any tree or shrub that you would have to wait till fall to move. I, I, but I can think of a whole bunch of trees that you'd be better off moving in the spring. Yes. So I think if in doubt, err on spring. And so we'll call spring anywhere from after the plant's been through the, the worst part of its winter season. So whether it's awake or whether it's not awake yet. Yeah. It would probably be the right time to try and move it. Um, and at what point would you say it's too far into the spring to maybe not risk moving it? Flowering, full leaf, yeah. perhaps. Yeah. Okay. So if if it's if the buds are swollen or just starting to expand a little bit, for the most part, if you could do it correctly, you would still go ahead and do it. You could probably get away with it most of the time, just to be careful. Yeah. I just I I. If you're starting to get past June, then we start to get into more heat, and then it adds more stress trying to transplant something when it's so hot. Okay. Is that why my tree peony suffered so much? Could be. Because I dug it up when it was flowering? Oh. 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 See, but now I know better. As do as I say, risk. not as I do. And you're going to be fine this next year. 
It took Probably. a couple of years to for it to talk to me again, but yeah. peonies are pretty finicky. So, so pretend pretend that you knew you wanted to move something, but it's fall and you it's just not the right time to do it. You could go ahead and do the hole for the new location. Yes, for sure. Prep the soil around it. Absolutely. Get some of that hard work done, if you will. Have some of the extra soil sitting off to the side with some compost, whatever. And then when you had the opportunity to get in there and dig the plant out of its current location, it would be you'd be just further along. Yeah. So that would be a bad practice to but have. But going back to you choosing the right location and determining what what it wasn't doing right in the location that you had it in the first place. Uh, sometimes you just you know your your building or you know some kind of structure needs to be put in or something like that. But um, sometimes it's just not performing well. So you have to do a little research about oh, maybe it's too much sun or not enough sun. Or maybe the drainage isn't good in that area. Or maybe area. the drainage is lousy, yeah. Or maybe yeah. I planted them too close together or yeah. too close to a object like a home. Or it's really being battered by wind. That too. I hate that too. Yeah. I yeah. do too. Yeah. So there's a, a number of things to consider, but um, just putting it in the right place to begin with is important. So that would be kind of some general rules for woodies. Sure. It's in... in Considering if if you're buying something new, they always give you an approximate si height and width on a plant. Mm -hmm. That's generally like a 10-year observation. Exactly. So thinking when I am buying this, say, a boxwood that's going to be 4 feet by 4 feet when it's mature in about 10 years, I'm not going to place it only two feet from the foundation of the house where you know it's going to be half a plant it's going to be too close so i think trees are are some of the biggest mistakes people make planting them very close to the house and well but it, uh, so a 10-year observation on a tree is nothing it's a ten-year observation on a shrub might be a, a good picture to, closer to uh, yeah. reality, uh, what, but yeah. trees are not so close because well, uh, none of them stop growing unless you pour Roundup on them. But see, I I I would take some exception to that with the tree though, and I know it's each, yeah. Um, um, I think it's important to have some trees close enough to the house, assuming you can. You know that you may have to prune some branches. Uh, uh, there might be a little bit more maintenance here or there. And I'm not saying within two feet of the house, but I might look at a shade tree, and if the shade tree says, oh, I'm going to get 20 feet in diameter, um, that doesn't mean I'm going to have to plant it 10 feet or 12 feet or 15 feet away from the house. If, if I have a purpose and a need where I want to be able to see the bark or the texture, or if I want to feel like I can reach out and grab the tree even though I literally can't, but if I want the tree to be part of the inside of the home, even though it's planted outside, I'll I'll place it or position it such sure. that I can enjoy it year-round. You just need to be aware of that to begin with, whether for, for pruning purposes, uh, controlling the growth of the, uh, the plant so that it doesn't damage the house, you know, rubbing up against it. or um, I, I remember doing that with the magnolia one time. I, I, it, it used to scare the kids to death that when the wind had blown, it'd rub the houses. <laughs> so, oh scary stuff. Goodness. Well, 
Where did the time go? What? <laughs> the music is starting. So Where come in for Valentine's Day gifts, gifts, free orchid with a $50 gift card. Uh, Alan, we did receive your photo, so we'll be getting back to you, hopefully, uh, off the air. And uh, Zoe, we so wanted to talk to you, so please leave your number with Dave. Oh, for sure. And, and we'll talk to you off the air, sweetie. This has been Plant Experts Live at Prairie wow. Gardens. I know. Thank you so much for listening. We've had uh, our experts here for you. Marianne Metz, John Weisgarber, Steve Brown, and our fabulous executive producer is Dave Leake. I'm Tamara McDaniel, and we have Saturday Sports Talk up next here on News Talk 1400 WDWS. We have houseplants. We have a truckload of houseplants. If you haven't come see them, see them. Get a Free gift orchids card. with a gift card. Yeah. Candles, toys, puzzles, all kinds we of sweet little gifts. Here. You name it. There you go. Have a great weekend and happy Valentine's Day.